I love wine, but sometimes it can get really expensive, which is why I'm so excited that today's episode is brought to you by Last Bottle Wines. If you don't know, they're a Napa-based online wine shop with a twist. They offer just one hand-picked wine per day until it sells out, which is often in hours. So new day, new wine, always at incredible prices. We're talking 30 to 70% off retail. And the best part is that there's no subscriptions, no fees, and no minimum purchase. Just a daily email with a really great wine. They're offering Datable listeners 10% off your first order with code Datable. And now is such a great time to join as their marathon sale is coming up on March 28th and 29th. They flip that one-day rule on its head and offer back-to-back deals, which means that wines are only up on the site for a couple minutes at a time and shipping is 100% free. They send us a mini marathon package of some of their favorites and let me tell you, they were delicious. Sign up at lastbottlewines.com and use the code DATABLE and find out why Last Bottle is the most fun way to discover and buy amazing wine. We are so thrilled to be partnering with Hinge. Hinge is the dating app designed to be deleted. As you all know, I'm a huge Hinge advocate as I met my partner of almost three years on the app. Even before meeting him, Hinge was always my go-to app because I met more relationship-minded people here and had some great dates. Clearly, I haven't been on the app for a little while, but I re-downloaded it to check out some of the new features. One that stood out to me was the voice prompt, my best friend's take on why you should date me, where your friend can hype you up. Not only does this make the profile creation less daunting, but it's not always easy to see your own green flags. So to test it out, I asked UA some fun prompts to get her take on what I could put if I was dating again. So the first one, how long have we known each other? What was your first impression of me and how has that changed? Julie and I have known each other for almost 10 years. My first impression of Julie was that she's very social, but I've learned that she has a lot more depth to her beyond the social butterfly that she is. My next prompt, what do you think are my green flags? I would say she's deeply loyal. She believes in love, curious mindset, and she is fearlessly ambitious. And then last but not least, what kind of friend am I? Julie is the kind of friend who will always have your back, no matter what. Damn, that feels nice to hear. So download Hinge and try voice prompts today. Then find someone worth deleting the app for. The Dateable Podcast features real stories from real people of how they make modern dating work or not. I'm your host, Yue, former dating coach turned dating insider, if you will. On each episode, you'll hear commentary from my producer, Julie Kraftchik, and other surprise co-hosts. This episode of Dateable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Dateable, a show all about modern dating. You guys wrote in and we heard you guys, you love these how we met stories, these he said, she said, how couples meet, how they carry on a relationship. And we're also very fascinated by how different people meet. And when we, Julie and I were brainstorming different guests for this this season, I thought, oh my gosh, my friend Val would be perfect because she has such a great story with how she and her husband Rob met. So we have Val on the phone. Hi, Val. Hi. Hi. 
<laughs> she is 36 years old, originally from Orange County and currently lives in Orange County as well. She's married and has beautiful children. And um, I, I think we should just get get to it because I've known <laughs> Val for a long time, um, way back to when she was single and dating to now as a married woman with kids. Tell us how you and Rob first met. Okay. Um, I was working in um, Los Angeles County in South Bay, and I was dating the entire universe. And <laughs> <laughs> that's how um, that's how this all started. And he was too. And, how and old were we you? met. Oh gosh, I was I think twenty seven. Okay. When you know what? I was originally twenty six actually because we first were connected during one year and then we reconnected. Yes, so yes, yes. So from that's the, part of the story. Start from the 26. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we were actually matched on eHarmony. Um, I worked in court and was dating like every DA you could think of and public <laughs> defender and every, all of that. And I was also online because one of my best friends had just met her husband through eHarmony. And so all of us in our little circle of friends were jumping on the bandwagon and going on there. At the time, there was this before swiping. This was before any mm-hmm, of the apps. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so this was probably... 2008, I think. And so anyways, I was matched with Rob on eHarmony and I was matched with a lot of guys and I completely blew him off. He called me. I just never called him back. And I do, for some reason, I just remembered him. I remembered his picture, something about him kind of struck with me. But why and, were you blowing off all these men? Why yeah. even go on eHarmony if you're going to do just, that? You have to pay for a lot, yeah. right? You have to I, was <laughs> I was so busy and I was dating like almost like, I mean, I'm talking four nights a week, going on different <laughs> dates. That was just my lifestyle at the time as a 26-year-old girl. I mean, I really was like, I've always been the girl that wanted to get married and wanted to find the person. So I was always kind of in a hurry for that. And so okay. I just, I don't know, I guess like he de- definitely, I noticed him, but apparently not enough because I wasn't <laughs> really motivated to, to call him back. And so wait, I ended so, up actually- wait, I don't know this part of the story. So he actually called you on the phone? Yeah, you yeah. left a message and you just never you called him back. That's right. Oh, that's you guys, right. You guys had a lot of back and forth messaging as well. Um, I'm trying to remember if I ever called him. I don't think so. Um, I think that he just called me and I just did not respond. Like I think we. Oh, oh you were talking about messaging. Like I think yeah, we yeah, emailed a little site. bit. Yeah. yeah. So I think we emailed. I don't think we ever texted or anything. I think that we emailed a bit, just a little, and then he okay. called me, and I just just never got back to him. And so this was probably the summer, that summer. And so then I actually ended up getting a boyfriend that, um, was awful. And we (laughs) broke up in 2009 in about May. So after he and I broke up, I like went back to my old, you know, ways and I found, um, Rob's number and I actually called him. Oh, And and I don't, he and I both don't remember how that played out. Because for some reason, we just, again, didn't get in touch. I remember I either called him or texted him or something. I remember that really well. And then, so what, sorry, um, what compelled you to call him? Like, besides I just, the fact I that guess you were... it's so weird. I don't know why. Because there were so many guys that I was matched with. Like, why he, I went back to. I probably went back to a few. 
not going to lie, but I definitely went back to him. And like, now that we're married with these millions of children, I'm like, it's the universe was trying to keep me trying to keep him in my life somehow. It's weird that that happened. So fast forward to September, I am with my girlfriend. We, we drove to San Francisco for the weekend, had the best time ever. And we had tickets to the Dave Matthews concert. And this is Tiffany, Tiffany UA. Yes. Yes. (laughs) And so she and I like had the best summer ever. She met her husband that summer. I met Rob that summer. So we, um, we went to San Francisco. We were exhausted. We had wine tasting in Napa. We had the best time ever. And we had these tickets though. And I had offered for her to, I had these tickets forever and I offered for her to come with me. And it was all the way in Irvine. And, you know, we drove that morning out. And so anyways, we so almost did not go, but we were like, God, we have these great seats, Dave Matthews, we have to go. So we get to the concert and we're sitting in our seats, having the best time. And we notice that there's this couple behind us and they're like, so obnoxious. I shouldn't say they, the girl, (laughs) she was awful. She was like, (laughs) dancing like a stripper in the, in like the, the, you know, the walkways. And she just was like all over this guy. He seemed horrified. He just was so bored out of his mind. And after like, and everybody was looking at them. They were like a scene. I should, I keep saying them. It was really was the girl. Really but, her. Okay. Was she really yeah, drunk? Exactly. Oh, wasted. Okay, completely okay. Out of her mind. And eventually after like, st- you just couldn't stop staring at these people. I looked at Tiffany and I'm like, I think I know that guy. She's like, <laughs> what? Who, who is it? Thinking it's somebody from we went to high school with or something. And I said, no, no, I think that is a guy I was matched with. He harmony on last oh year. That is crazy that you remember his face after oh, all this time. It's insane. And honestly, I had never met him. This is like a fuzzy photo on each yeah. other. He only had like three up. Oh so my it wow. was insane. And she, she said that to me. She's like, you're insane. Like there's no freaking way. This was at this huge, I mean, thousands and thousands of people. She's like, first of all, what are the odds that he's sitting right behind you? Yeah. <laughs> I, we would like look at him even because we're just like enjoying the show. Right. Yeah. She's like, this is just too insane. And I told her, so I really think that's him. And she's like, okay, you're ridiculous. So we kept like, you know, saying his name, like trying to get his attention. We were just kind of being obnoxious, but I was like super shy about it. I did not feel comfortable. If he was with somebody that was normal, I probably would have felt comfortable. <laughs> but this girl was so awful that I was horrified. So um, the very next day, Tiffany and I were going to the Kings game. I remember this weekend so well. And I wanted to prove her wrong because she kept like making fun of me. Like, there's no way this is so insane. Like, he's not even responding to his name. So at the time, I had just got the new iPhone. And this is when iPhones were just coming out. Like, they were, you know, (laughs) becoming a thing. Wait, sorry. Before you go in, were you like yelling his name at the show? A little okay, bit. Sorry. We were we were saying his name, trying to get his attention, because uh-huh. Tiffany was kind of making fun of me, like, you're insane, because it was so bizarre. And so I was like, oh, you know, trying to get his attention. But he didn't really, it was so loud. We were at the Dave Matthews concert, yeah, and, like, right. he was really distracted, and he was really embarrassed. I could tell he was horrified. So, but she was all over him, by the way. And, like, I can <laughs> picture that now. And now that I'm married to him, it's, like, kind of traumatizing to think about. <laughs> <laughs> and so um, the next day, I we had plans that night and I actually got my like old Motorola like flip phone that I had from the year before where I knew he I had his phone number and I actually pl- found the plug I plugged it in I found his phone number and I plugged it into my new iPhone and I text him because I just I just had to know if it was him just because of the irony right and so I did, I texted him, I said, Hey, um, you know, you probably don't remember me. My name is Valerie. And, 
you know, we were matched and we never met, but were you at the, at the Dave Matthews concert last night? And he wrote like, whoa, like, <laughs> who is this? He was like, yeah, I was. And I was like, I knew it. Like, all I wanted from him. Like I, I, I figured this was his girlfriend, you know, cause they were, she was just completely all over him, like straddling him. Um, like really, really bad. And so I, I was like, Oh, I knew it. Okay. Sorry to bother you. You know? And he was like, no, 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 no. That was not my girlfriend. That was not my girlfriend. And I was like, really? Cause you guys seem very together. And he's like, no, 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 no. I am just mortified. Like, this is definitely not my girlfriend. He's like, this is insane. I totally remember you. We've got to meet up. And I really pushed back at him. I was like, no, you're probably a douchebag. Like there's no way that wasn't your girlfriend. I didn't believe him at all. And he just kept saying, no, this is insane. Like we have to meet up. So this was, I remember we met up on a Thursday. So we met up just a few days later and, um, that was our first date and he was just dating and he just had a bad date that night. But that (laughs) is my husband now. (laughs) Wow. So how much like after that, was it like instant after, were you still like dating others or? Yeah, we were, it was very, it was definitely instant that we like, we knew. Um, another funny thing about our connection is you remember how I said I met him through harmony or I was matched with him, but then I had another boyfriend. Yeah. So that boyfriend used to talk all the time about this crazy lady that he would get his hair cut with. And this is just so random. But he used to talk about her. He just loved her. He was so close with her. He used to tell me how she's from, you know, Eastern European lady. She could barely speak English, but he just really loved her. So he almost, one day I went over to his house and he almost took me over to her house to meet her. And it was like his second mom. He just loved her so much. So we're, I'm on my first date with Rob, like fast forward a year later. And he tells me where he's from. And I'm like, oh, that's weird. That's the same city that my ex-boyfriend is from. And I just, you know, you usually wouldn't do this. But I told him my ex-boyfriend's name. And he was like, oh, my mom cuts his hair. Oh, Oh my gosh. And I was like, that's your mom? Like, what? (laughs) I almost met your mom. And now that's my (laughs) mother-in-law. Oh, my gosh. So you could have met her even earlier. Yes. And when when he started dating me, she knew exactly who I was. Because my ex had talked about me so much. That is crazy. Isn't that insane? So once you guys were on your first date, did you talk about why there was a misconnection for an entire year? Oh, he still gives me shit about that. Like, yeah. He still is like, what the hell? I mean, I just, and he always like teases when people ask about the story, which obviously you, you know, like you were one of them. Like we, yeah. we love to tell the story because it's so crazy. He so always good. like talks crap to me like, oh, she blew me off for a year. And I mean, it's true. And he, he knows that I was just d- dating other people. And I mean, yeah. he does too, you know, he doesn't care. But yeah, we just, I mean, it was just one of those things, but he, he totally gives me crap for that. But it's just funny that that happened. I don't know why. I feel like that happened for a reason. Like, why didn't we just meet up then? Mm, you know, timing. Know why. Right. You weren't ready. You needed that extra time. Maybe. I mean, I was pretty young. So, so. I guess, was there anything different in your life when you actually like met mm. and started to like seriously date? Um, no, we, it's just, he and I were both looking for I mean, this is so cheesy, but we were just, were looking for that person. And I, we we're both dating so many people. And when we met, mm-hmm. I'll never forget after our first date, he texted me on the way home. Like, this is so against those rules, you know, that you're mm-hmm. supposed to do. And he said, what just happened? I remember that so well. And I felt the same way because we just connected. Like 
we would go on dates so often just, you know, through harmony or through work or whatever. And we would just be on dates for, mm. you know, 30 minutes, quick drink, and you're out of there because you don't want to to be with this person. But this date ended up going from, you know, a quick drink to dinner to dessert to extra beers. You know, it was like a four hour date. And then we also, we, he booked the next date right away. Like that was mm. another way I knew that he was into me and I knew the feeling was mutual and it was something kind of different. Got it. And how, so we had the next date booked pretty quickly. How long did you guys date for before you got engaged? We dated for about um, a two years, a little less than two years. And at what point did you feel like this is it? Oh, I, I think I knew by the second date. He tells me, <laughs> he tells me that we went we went to um, the Irvine Spectrum on our second date, and we went to Dave and Buster's, and uh-huh. we were playing one of those um, stupid like race card games. And I think I won. And he looked. He tells me now he looked over at me, and we we're both just cracking up, you know. And he just looked at me, and he just said in his head, he knew like this is my wife. Wow. On our second date. So wow. you guys were both pretty much like marriage minded, trying to find the person. You just had a lot of other people kind totally. of. Totally. Okay. We just were both, we were both <laughs> were, um, we both were like that type where we were ready to find that person, but just everybody in our way had just been, you know, emotionally unavailable or just, you know, just, I was dating a bunch of douchebags and he had, <laughs> I think he was dating girls that were probably way too young and just kind of lame and, so yeah, we both we both were in the same. We were both looking for the same thing. We just had to find kind of each other. So, Interesting. Wh- oh, yeah. so what is it about? I'm still kind of stuck on this idea that you recognized him, even though you never met him before, and then you were compelled to call him again and to text him again to reconnect again. What was it about him or what did you feel this way with other people too? Or do you just have like a really good photographic memory? No, I don't. That's, that's such a mystery. I think that part of the reason I contacted him is because Tiffany and I were just joking about it so much. And she thought we both thought it was so insane. And even I doubted myself, like maybe it's not him, but I just <laughs> knew in my heart, like that's him. And I kind of wanted to like, cause I, we had plans the next night and I wanted to tell her, Hey, that was him. Look, I got the text. Like I made sure it was him. You know, that's really all I wanted. And then when he was like, no, 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 that's not my girlfriend. I totally remember you. This is so crazy. We've got to meet up. Like that's, you know, where it started. But I, I don't know. It's it's weird. When I look back on it, it's it's so insane that I feel like I'm just, I'm not a super religious person, but like the universe or something was yeah. trying to like keep, keep him in my life somehow. Like again, how I called him after my ex and I broke up and then it took, and that was, I think in about June. And then this a whole thing happened in September. So this is a few months later. It's like, like I couldn't keep this guy out of my life. <laughs> you know what's interesting is I've actually heard a couple of these stories. Mm-hmm. Like, and some of them have been like reverse. Like we met in real life, then we met online, and then some online in real life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I've heard of that too. Yeah, I feel like there was like this just like notion, like you just said, like the universe. It's almost like fate is like bringing you together, whether you like it or not. Exactly. If- exactly. How- and I mean, I I have to tell you, our our relationship has been almost perfect. I mean, I, and I, I know that sounds ridiculous, but we are still obsessed with each other and we've been mm-hmm. married since 2011. I mean, he is my best friend. I could spend every second with him and not get sick of him. So mm-hmm. it really was meant to be for, for some reason. And I'm so happy because he's so my person. Did like he 100%. remember you at the concert? 
Um, I don't think so. He told me at the time, oh, I thought you looked familiar. I think he was just trying to make me feel better. <laughs> um, no, I really don't think he even noticed. I mean, he was like really trying to like keep this girl from not like throwing up all over him. Like she was Oh my just, gosh. I really crazy. think she's the person that you have to thank. Yeah. If she wasn't acting so know, crazy, you probably would have turned around. Way. I always looked at her like that damn skank with my man, yeah, but you're right. If they were just like <laughs> chilling, you wouldn't have even noticed them. You didn't know, ask her to officiate your wedding? <laughs> I know. She's oh like, God, damn that it. So <laughs> That's a really good good spin on that. Yeah. <laughs> wow. That is just so crazy that he also remembered you too. So yes. when you reconnected with him, he's like, Oh, I know exactly who you are. Oh yeah. And he made fun of me right away. Like you blew me off. Like he knew exactly. Oh, yeah. And you know what? I just not, it's coming back to me a little bit. I think this is so bad. This is so embarrassing. I think I called him after my ex and I broke up and he called me back and then I blew him off again. Oh, I, I blew him off again. Now that I'm thinking about it, <laughs> I think I blew him off twice. So the fact that he even like wanted anything to do with me oh after my that, God. I don't know why. <laughs> so were you like dating less people at this time or was it just because of the novelty of like, I need to prove my friend that you gave this um, guy more of a chance? N- um, I think it was that. And I think that, um, I don't know. I think I was just kind of like willing to date anybody at that point. I just had, I was so had my feelers out. I was ready to find somebody. Mm-hmm. And when he was kind of like, that's not my girlfriend. I was like, what do I have to lose? Let's go meet up. You know, it was no big deal. And right. then after that first date, um, we, I just knew. And like, I, I was dating other people, but there was nothing serious. And it was funny, actually. Um, we just went to a restaurant in Long Beach the other night. It was the same restaurant that he asked me, you know, are you dating anybody else back in 2009? And, um, we remember that and it's, and he thought that I probably had, you know, 10 boyfriends. And I remember sitting there when he asked me that thinking, he has no idea. Like I'm so into him, you know, (laughs) he thinks I'm over here dating other people. And in my head, he had been my boyfriend for like a month at that point. Right. <laughs> but isn't that, uh, that's how modern dating is. You just assume whoever you you're dating is also dating a ton of other people because they're also totally. on the and same sometimes platform. they're not. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? You know? The secret is most of the time they're not. <laughs> yeah. That's the reality. I, yes, <laughs> I think that's definitely true. And he told me that same night, you know, I, I want you to know that, you know, the other people that I was dating off and on, I think he was probably dating more people than I was, to be honest. Um, he told me that he told them, you know, I found somebody that I'm serious about and I can't see you anymore or whatever, like lose my number. And yeah. I was like, oh, that's so romantic. I mean, even though you were both always like looking for someone, I think there was an element of timing that still played into this for sure. Yeah. It sounds like at least things were a little slower in your life than they were at that first time. And then you had a boyfriend of the mix at one point. So. Mm-hmm. Totally. I'm a huge believer. I'm a big Sex in the City fan. And there's a lot of stuff about when the guy has his light on. Yeah. Yep. And that is so true. And yep. I know so many guys, so many of my guy friends, like their only reason they're with their wives is they had their light on. Oh, I mean, yeah. if they had their light on a few years earlier, they would have married whatever, whatever girl they were with at that time. We both had our <laughs> light on. And so that's, that all worked out. You what, know, what's, I mean, totally worked out. What's Rob doing right now? Because I really want to hear from his side yeah. of how he could even want to meet up with a girl that blew him off for over a year. Let me go see. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. Hi, Rob. Hey, Rob. <laughs> hey, what's up? Wait, we just really want to know from your perspective how you were able to even want to meet up with your now wife when she blew you off for over a year. 
What was going through your mind? I thought she was a dude. <laughs> I kept teasing her. I said, "This is this is a joke. You're a dude." She she would she'd break up with her boyfriend at the time, and then she would uh, she would call me and be like, "Okay, maybe I will meet up with you." And then I blew up again. Yeah, and then I played hard to get, and then she came after me. <laughs> but when she had come back and resurrected, I guess you could say, you said you remember her exactly. So what what was about her that was so memorable from her eHarmony profile? Oh, wow. Um, well, there was, uh, I mean, she was beautiful. And um, she, in her story, she had a lot of things going for her. Like she, you know, she had her, her little story about how she was uh, a court reporter and she was, you know, on her own and, you know, from a really young age. And, and, uh, the fact that she had a lot of drive really made me, uh, attracted to her, not just physically, but also kind of emotionally at the time. Was there any sort of transformation you went through in that year when she was blowing you off <laughs> in your mm-hmm. own, in your own dating life? Uh, no, it was pretty much a, you know, one disappointment after another. So I was, I was pretty miserable, um, dating cause there was just, you know, not, not a lot of high quality people out there. The girl from Dave Matthews. Wasn't <laughs> yeah. She sounded like a winner. <laughs> no, no, it, was, it was just, you know, it's just a, a, a lot of, uh, a lot of not, not so good. I mean, it's, uh, it, unfortunately it was, there's just not a lot of, uh, quality people out there that I was attracted to. You know, I set the bar kind of high for myself. And one last question. I'm going to break this up into a two-parter. So what was your first impression of Valerie on your first date? And then at what point did you know this is going to be my wife? It's time to take a quick break so we can tell you about our current sponsor, Zola. Zola takes the stress out of wedding planning with free wedding websites, safe the dates and invitations, a wedding registry, and free, easy-to-use wedding planning tools. Yes, I went on Zola because I've been to so many weddings this year. I was just really curious about how the entire process works. And I have to say, I was really impressed by the ease of navigation and all you could do on the site. The free wedding website took a only minutes to set up. There are over 100 beautiful wedding website designs to choose from that fit any couple's style and every type of wedding. You can easily add photos, stories about how you two met, travel and accommodations information, and even recommended things to do for your guests while they're in town for your wedding. The best part is that you can conveniently manage everything online and in one place, which saves so much time. To start your free wedding website or registry, go on Zola. That's Z-O-L-A dot com slash Dateable. Again, that's Z-O-L-A dot com slash Dateable. Now back to the show. And then at what point did you know this is going to be my wife? At first, I thought she was beautiful. She was really tall and carried herself really well. Uh, She just oozed a lot of confidence. And that to me was super attractive. I knew she was the one after our second date. What was I it? Got, I got that right, guys. Yeah, you yeah, did. Yeah, you said what, the same thing. What happened on the second date that made you think this is it? The second date was almost like an interview. <laughs> <laughs> and she just, like, I, I went through a lot of questions with her. It was very natural. It wasn't like, uh, it just flowed really well. And we, we clicked. 
everything that I asked, she she checked the box all the way down. So, um, and same thing for for her. I think I think. Yeah. I th- I but think, there wasn't. I think she liked me, Rob. There wasn't like a defining moment. It it really wasn't. It was uh, y- you know, when you're when you're dating, you're not like consciously thinking about it, or at least you shouldn't be. When you're with the right person, I think it just clicks in your head. You shouldn't necessarily be seeking for perfection. It just should come to you. So I, I know I said one last question, but this is a real last question. What advice would you give to people who are a little dating fatigued, who am, may have gone to one too many Dave Matthews concerts with the wrong person, and they're kind of like ready to give up on dating? What would you say to them? I, I would just keep going. I, I wouldn't I wouldn't give up. I mean, if you, you, you date enough people, you know what you want and you know what you don't want. And um, if you set the bar too high for yourself, I think you'll realize that there isn't that exact person out there. I'm, I'm, I mean, Valerie is, is perfect for me in all of the ways that I want her to be perfect for me. She's not perfect in every which way, but I'm also kind of a freak in a lot of ways. So, um, I, I have, you know, little peccadilloes just like everybody else does. And I think I realized that she's perfect for me in ways that I didn't even realize I wanted her to be perfect. So I would just say, keep, keep going and and don't set the bar so high for yourself because you'll realize when you're with the right person, maybe the things that you thought were what you're looking for aren't necessarily the things that you ultimately end up wanting. Well, good thing we had him come in. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's dish some more, Val. Thanks, Rob. (laughs) He's been ditched. (laughs) This has been awesome. Should we do a few uh, takeaways? Yeah, let's do some takeaways. I guess we've talked about timing quite a bit on our show. And we keep saying like, sometimes it may just not be your time yet. You may just not be ready yet. And it's hard for for some of us to feel that way when you actually mm-hmm. do feel like you're ready. You're like, I am right. ready. And you were totally. there, Val. You're like, I'm ready. I'm ready yep. for kids. I'm ready for family. Who's to tell me that I am not ready? But there are some things that we can do when we feel that kind of conflict. It's like, okay, the timing may not be good for me, but mentally I'm there. At least what you can do with that with that time is to just keep going, right? Like yep. what Rob was saying, you just keep going. You can't give up. And if you give up at that time, that's what's going to end in this like lull. You're just going totally. to end up not dating anybody. So at least you you say, okay, a, a successful relationship is based on mindset and the right timing. At least I got the mindset part down. I'm just waiting <laughs> for the timing to happen. So you're like 50% there. Yep. <laughs> That's a good totally. Point. And then the whole thing about how it happens when you're not looking. I mean, I was yeah. so looking, but that <laughs> night is not where I thought I'd yeah. find Yeah, that is that a really is so good takeaway. That is so true. So many of my friends that are so happily married now, their stories are just like this, where they were not expecting it at that moment. Yeah. So just remember that, you know, and that's really reassuring. Yeah. I think that a play off of that, it's almost counter, but like also look around. Like I think if you didn't notice yeah. him there, and I think you yeah. had the aid of his crazy date to kind of help. But there's a difference between looking actively, like you were just saying, Val, about like always being on the hunt and not letting things naturally unfold versus being closed off and not letting your surroundings yeah. take you in. So I totally. think it's not being so fixated, but also being open at the same time. 
Exactly. Exactly. I, I gotta say, some of the best nights I've ever had are yes. the nights where I had no es- expectations. 100%. And it sounded like you and Tiffany had no expectations. You just had this fabulous weekend. You weren't even mm-hmm. gonna go to this concert because you're tired, yep. but you're like, what the hell? Let's see what's it there. It always goes that way. Those are the exactly. best nights where the most unexpected changed, things happen. We changed our clothes in the Target bathroom <laughs> the spectrum across the, across the street from where this place was. Like it was one of those nights. I was not feeling cute. I mean, I know that he didn't see me that night, but still like yeah. it was just, I never thought that I would, you know, my seriously, like my Prince Charming would be sitting behind me. I'd spot him. And then like, I, you know, go dig out his phone number and all of that. And our life is so, you know, busy now with three kids. And we're so like in it that when we even think about this is how we met, we feel like it's two other people. We can't even yeah. believe that. So, yeah, I another think the lifetime. other thing too is like, don't be afraid to like, like maybe if timing didn't line up, like don't be afraid to pull out that number of that yes. person. Like, I like that yeah, you just like you went for know. it. Like, and I had a lot of cojones that night to do that. Yeah, yeah. That oh for sure. But I, I think what I I felt was I had nothing to lose because he had a girlfriend, so I didn't really care. You yeah. Know? But then when he didn't, I was like a little mortified. But he was so open to it. He wasn't like, oh, get get away, you're creepy, you're stalker. You know, he was like, no, this is insane. Like you sat right behind me or not in front of me, and so right. he thought it. Was just as crazy as I did but if I hadn't done that who knows but you, you don't know? have anything to lose anyways like worst case they just don't respond yeah, to you exactly. or like who cares what exactly. I find so fascinating because now you're married and you're not like swiping through on tinder or anything but yeah. what what um people have been using these dating apps for is to find someone new when I actually think sometimes it's a great way to reconnect with totally. someone old yeah <laughs> like, hey I remember Absolutely. you that from happened like to a me through a dating app I yeah. like reconnected with a past ex so yeah. like I think sometimes it definitely can happen because sometimes yeah. you don't know where someone is in yep. their relationship relationship status and if you do see them in an app at least you know they're somewhat single or totally so that's exactly the battle (laughs) I think also it's like an interesting I don't know what exactly the takeaway is here but I think there's an interesting piece that you pointed out of that you were like so actively dating that you somehow missed your now husband right yes so it's like it was right in front of me right so some of it you could just choke up the timing wasn't right and you weren't meant to meet there but then the other side is like maybe like look at the people that you're blowing off a little more it'd be like am I blowing them off because like I just on paper they don't seem like who I want or whatever it may be and then maybe give that extra chance and try to make that extra hour whatever it is to get in a date with someone Absolutely. And on that note, a little bit, have you, have you guys ever dated somebody just kind of briefly and you become Facebook friends and then years later they pop up in your feed and you're like, Oh, I didn't even remember I was Facebook friends with you. Yep. Yeah. I've had a few of those and, and these were like super nice guys. I just blew off cause I was just a jerk. And I look at them now and they have these beautiful wives and they have these beautiful children. And I'm like, I should have given that guy more of a chance. Like <laughs> hey. the other girl that's super hot, hotter than me. And he just, he's like this successful lawyer and they have these beautiful children and like, there's been those moments too for me. I mean, I'm married. I'm not interested, but I'm like, God, I really blew that guy off. I should have given him more of a chance because that's mm-hmm. another thing to think about too on this for right. your dateable moment right now. But then you'd also <laughs> argue that because you blew those guys off, it led you to your now husband who is actually yeah, the right totally. person. Yeah, totally. There's so many the different ways to look at it, you know, but also like if I could talk to my old self, I'd maybe say like, yeah. well, be a little bit more open-minded and don't totally. be so quick to judge somebody. You know, maybe he's really great and maybe the way he, you 
you know, held his fork at dinner. You shouldn't judge him on that. (laughs) Little things like that. It just shows that we can't write people off right away. And also people come into our lives for a reason. If you, even if you go on a 30 minute date with someone, there's a reason why the universe placed them in your life for those 30 minutes. So we just got to like, you know, be more cognizant of those moments. Absolutely. We're going to do a question of the day. This comes from Doug. I saw this really cute girl in a bar. She was laughing, smiling, and was just really pretty. I didn't have the nerve to approach her, though, so I went on Tinder and actually found her. I swiped right, but there wasn't a match. It made me relieved that at least I saved face by not approaching her at the bar, but I can't stop thinking about her. Any advice or what would you have done differently? I feel like it's your online persona. And I think Val, you are the prime example of this. Your online persona and your in-person persona are different sometimes. And so how you perceive someone through their their dating profile may be very different than how they are in person. 100%. Right? So maybe like I've actually dated guys that I thought, okay, if I saw him on Tinder or whatever, I would have never swiped for him. But because I've now met him in person, I see like how much chemistry we have. Right. So you can't use these apps as an absolute way to determine someone's interest. Also, I think the other piece that it was a comment about she didn't match with him, like you have no idea like when the last time she's been on the app, like how frequently she uses, you have zero clue to that. So my advice to Doug, or I guess if you were to reverse time, I'm like, just go up to her in person when you see her. Like, what do you have to lose? At that uh, point? That's what I would say. And I don't know how these apps work. Can you message somebody even if they say no to you? No, you can't. So basically, um, he was probably blocked at that point. So now point. he just yeah. has to hope to run into her again. This is awful. Well, <laughs> I, I think. <laughs> I mean, if he had just gone up to her, even if she was like, oh, I'm in a relationship, at least you know. Or like, she was like, I'm not interested. At least you know now. You're exactly. Just the le- okay, so for Doug going forward, because obviously he can't, like, go back in time but at least don't repeat this again with the next girl that yep. he sees at a exactly. bar and is interested sure. in no regrets we've talked about go this before like, just go for it there there shouldn't be any regrets we shouldn't rely on these apps to give us like this magic eight ball answer because right. also remember from a business perspective all these apps want to have as much inventory as possible some of these apps some of these profiles may have been deleted have like eight months Right. You know, of idle time. You don't know and they don't want you to know. Right. So if you're not matching with someone like Julie said, it doesn't really mean they're not interested. Anything could It doesn't happen. mean anything. It and doesn't mean anything. Who knows? Maybe we'll have Doug on the show in like a couple months or a year. Yeah. He like reconnected with this girl. The timing is right. So I hope who so. knows? I'm like heartbroken over this. <laughs> right? <laughs> like he's going to go and like find every Dave Matthews concert there is. I know. That's what they definitely should <laughs> do. Or Dave Matthews even play. Anymore? Probably not. How old is Dave Matthews? <laughs> you know, he's still on tour. We almost went to go see him oh. a few weeks ago. Oh, he's a still yeah, alive and okay. All right. Okay, Doug, you got it. This is your plan of action. We're just and like, I mean, he, and, and everybody the in those moments should just take that opportunity. What's the worst that can happen? Exactly. She blows you off. Who cares? Like, move on with your day. It's, right. You don't know her. She's not in your life, you know? At least there's like, I think now the fact that we're actively using brain power to think about it, like, mm-hmm. then you would have just gotten an answer and or hopefully even something really great could have come out from it but at the the minimum maybe she would have been super open to it you know 
Yeah, or blow you off for a year and then end up marrying you. Beautiful <laughs> children. You That's never know. The world of the story. If you get blown off, it's maybe not the end. Yeah, <laughs> she could come back. At least you have to end. be on the radar. I yes. think that's the key. Like if you're not even on the radar, then it's really hard to come back. Yes, definitely. Exactly. Don't feel defeated. Any other takeaways, everybody? I mean, it's my story. So I'm curious <laughs> to see what your takeaway is. But for me, it's just, you know, like Shane, or like you were saying, just don't give up, you know, just have to keep going. And I mean, I would have never given up. I was never that girl that dreamt of babies. I dreamt of marriage. Mm. And so I wanted, I was like tunnel vision trying to find that right guy. And, and, you know, I just, I would have never given up and I'm glad at that. I mean, I was so young, but um, I'm glad I found him when I did because we were able to be married for a while and travel and still have time, you know, before we started having a family. And I'm really grateful for, for all that time. But I mean, I went through it. A lot of my friends that were friends with me back in my twenties, like they still even tell him like, you know, you don't understand what she went through to get to you. I I dated the entire universe. And you, one day your friends will be saying that to your husband. (laughs) (laughs) I think it makes you more grateful though, when you actually meet that person. Yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. The the weight is worth it. The wait is oh, totally definitely. worth it. Maybe that's, that's may, maybe that was my lesson. Maybe yeah. the universe was waiting for me to feel grateful because if yep. it just fell on my lap, I just would have been like, yeah, this is how life goes. But oh, I so uh, appreciated it. And I still do to this uh, day. That's, that's a an great, interesting point. Great point. You kind of like have to go through hell to appreciate what you have on <laughs> earth. So yeah, absolutely. That is a very absolutely. good point. Very good point. And so, your it, husband could say the same with that awful Dave Matthews date. <laughs> exactly. And he and I both went on so many awful ones. So it really did make us appreciate what we had. And we, we told each other right away, you know, and that's one thing about my relationship with him that was a little bit different. There was no game playing. We were all in like so quick. And I was like, it was so refreshing, you know, to not have to do the exhausting games of waiting days to call or text. Like we just went, I mean, we went um, to Vegas together for our one month anniversary. (laughs) I'll never forget that. We went on a trip together. We'd been together four weeks, you know? Yeah. So I guess if, if any of our listeners are feel like they're in the trenches of dating and they feel like they've gone through hell and back, at least know that you are on your way yep. to see the light. Exactly. <laughs> there is Honestly, something I'm great. I'm also such a believer that if you do believe that, it will come to you. Like I just, mm-hmm. I really, really feel that, you know, if you just, if you keep believing it will happen, if you are just kind of like, oh, this is never happening for me. I'm so depressed. I hate dating. I hate like all the negative. You're going to just attract more negative. But if yeah. you just really focus on the positive and you really think it's going to happen for you, it will. I promise. Well, awesome. That is a great note to end on. That is a great note to end on. We we empower all of our listeners to go on this journey and see it as a journey and know that there is light at the end of the tunnel, even like not end of the tunnel. There's always going to be light anywhere you go. So Definitely. cherish what you have and really think about like the experiences you've had and be appreciative of all the people who come in and out of your lives. Val, do you want to talk about your website? I know you you have this lovely business. I know. With Christmas coming, if you want to support somebody <laughs> with a bizarre story like this, my <laughs> website is easy. It's ValeriesBoutique.com. And I have a lot of really cool gifts that are great, you know, holiday gifts and stuff like that. Everything made in Orange County. And what I- type of things do you make? 
I'm it's mostly jewelry right now, but oh, we're actually awesome. venturing out and making some other stuff. But it's mostly jewelry. We have a really cool man card, which is um this metal bottle opener that men can put in their wallets. And mm. I make some like wine charms and some home decor and stuff like that. And this is also just like, I think this is a side conversation. We can have another episode, but it's also a great way to show like the transition from being this like powerful court reporter, independent woman, dating everybody in LA, mother of like three kids, married, living in Orange County and still running this like incredible business and still keeping your independence. And I think a lot of times when we talk about like marriage, people feel like they're giving up some sort of independence and like what they created for themselves before marriage. All of our very powerful girlfriends feel somewhat that way. And you're a great example of someone who was able to transform those skills into something else. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like I'm an able-bodied human that even though I am, you know, raising these three children, I want to be able to support, you know, and help contribute to my family. So it's so nice to have my creative outlet and be able to do it all because I'm home working from home and I can still be around them, but I'm able to also work. So it's been, that part has been wonderful. If you want to try to win back someone from your past, maybe there's a gift here for you. (laughs) (laughs) Nice tie-in. And uh, we also invite our listeners to be a guest on our show. We'd love to hear your story. If there's something very similar to Val's story or something opposite of that, I don't know. Maybe there's something interesting there. So we'd love to have you as a guest on our show. All right, we're going to wrap this up. Stay Stay tuneable. Your action item for this week is to be more observant of your environment. Look around, notice things. Even if you're taking the same path to work every day, you can always notice something new. You never know who's around the corner. This episode of Datable is brought to you by 500 Brunches. 500 Brunches connects like-minded people with similar interests to meet in real life over brunch. You answer a quick questionnaire about your interests and how you spend your time, and then they'll match you in small groups of six to eight at a brunch spot in San Francisco. Get a free entry into a brunch now by signing up at 500brunches.com and using the code DATEABLE. If you didn't know already, we have a revamped website with articles, videos, and content all about modern dating. You can also find our premium Y series where we dissect, analyze, and offer solutions to some of the most common dating conundrums. We've had some great feedback about how actionable these episodes are. So check them out on our website or iTunes Music. Also, visit the site today to see the latest about coaching, where we connect you with dateable approved experts to help with everything from dating profile reviews, coaching, and even gathering real feedback about your dating style in a personalized and affordable way. To connect with us, visit datablepodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all under Datable Podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and auto-download the podcast on iTunes or your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. 